Happy Pentecost, everyone. While I was writing this homily, I was distracted and procrastinating, and I was looking on social media, and I was kind of shocked to see kind of the, the awareness and all the posts that are going on about the present racism in today's country. And as I was looking at these posts, I kind of realized and felt the Holy Spirit moving me as like, maybe this is the topic that I should preach about. So I went on ahead, modified my homily, and, and wrote it out. And as I looked at it, I was like, let me just get a second opinion on this. So I called a friend of mine who's an African-American priest, and I asked him, basically, the thesis of the homily. I said, Father, do you think the best antidote for racism is Catholicism? Do you think that the best antidote for racism is Catholicism? Now, he's a straight shooter. He would tell me, yeah, well, you know, this and that. He would, he would, he's a very honest person. But in, he said straight up, very clearly, absolutely. And he proceeded to share with me his experience. He said that he's been a priest in a lot of small towns. Most of them known, or a number of them known for their racism. And what he told me was that as a Catholic priest, he never felt more welcome in his life right there in the parish of this so-called racist small town. And he said that his entire life as a priest, he's been a priest for, for about seven years now, he's never encountered it at all. In fact, he's grown so fond and misses these parishes, these parishes that with a reputation of being racist, and he actually misses them very much. And so kind of exploring that, I kind of discussed with him, and, and we kind of reached the conclusion, you know, why is that? Why is it that it seems like racism dissolves around true Catholicism? Not false Catholicism, not, not lip service Catholicism, but around truly, properly practiced Catholicism. We realize three things. First thing is that Catholicism offers us belonging. Belonging. Something that you and I crave very much. Something that we desire deep within our human hearts. And the beautiful thing is today you and I celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. And the reality is the Feast of Pentecost to me is one of the greatest feasts of belonging in the church. Because today is the biggest festival of diversity found in the scriptures. To give you an example, I mean, just to explain and add the book of Acts, Acts, let me see which, one, which, which exact number it is, sorry, I didn't write that down. Acts 2, it says, now there were, after the apostles went out to preach the gospels, it says, now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. And at this sound of the apostles preaching, they gathered a large crowd, but they were confused. Why? Because each one of them heard them speaking in his own language. They were Parthians, Medes, and Alamites. And the, and the, and the book of Acts goes on to list like eight or nine other regions, other dialects of people that came from these other different places. But just as they could have, just as they labeled Parthian, Medes, and Alamites, they could have very well said, we are Africans, Caucasians, Asians, and Latin Americans. And yet, the apostles spoke in the language that they could understand. 
Speaking to my, my friend, my African-American priest friend, he made it clear. He said, I'm here to preach the truth. And the, pr- the truth does not differentiate between male or female, black or white, child or adult. The truth is the truth. And that's so visible in Pentecost. That's so clear that we as Catholics are here to preach the truth. And the truth knows no such thing as racism. In fact, that's why we are called the Catholic Church. The Greek term catholica translates into universal, which basically means simply that it does not matter your race, it does not matter where you are from, it doesn't matter who your family is, you can still be a Catholic. That point was driven home during my conversation with my, with my priest friend. He said, look, I don't consider myself a black priest. I'm certainly, I am black. I'm a black man. I acknowledge that. But I consider myself a Catholic priest. That struck me. Because what he said, basically, was that he felt belonging as a black man in the Catholic church. He felt like he could be himself. He felt like the church isn't here to strip us of our personality. He felt like he's not here to strip us of who we are. It's not like like the church is here to to boil us down and turn us all into single-minded robots. No, that's not the case at all. What the church is here to do is take each and every one of our gifts, each and every one of our languages, each and every one of our hearts, and augment them to become the best version of ourselves. He drove that point home with me during that conversation. He felt belonging. The other thing, though, that, that I think the Catholic Church offers that really helps to diffuse this, this, this contagion of racism that's plaguing our country is the gift of forgiveness. In today's gospel, Jesus breathes on his apostles, looks at them in the eyes and says, Who sins you forgive are forgiven, and who sins you retain shall be retained. Receive the Holy Spirit. What he's essentially saying is that through the Holy Spirit, you and I are given this incredible grace, this near impossible to practice grace, to forgive. Guys, forgiveness is hard. Nobody wants to do it because whenever somebody does something wrong to us, they incur a debt against us. And whenever we say we are going to forgive you, we're releasing them of that debt. We're saying, I no longer am going to hold this over your head. I'm no longer going to exact power over you. I'm going to release that. And the only way you and I could ever have the strength to do that To look at somebody in the eye and say, I forgive you, is if we recognize that we have belonging, that we have dignity, that we have a place to be loved, cherished, and respected for who we are, no matter where we come from or what we look like. And my dear friends, that is how you see peace. The antidote to peace and the antidote to criminal violence, the antidote to criminal violence and the, 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 to attain peace is not more criminal violence. What we're, that's what we're seeing right now. It's just causing more and more back and forth and back and forth. The antidote is forgiveness, is recognizing you hurt me. You did something wrong, but I'm not going to hold it over your head. My dear friends, that's not to say that we're not striving for justice. That's far from the truth. But if we're ever going to have reasonable justice, where we think with our wits and not with our mere emotions and our passions, we have to practice forgiveness first. Because only whenever we forgive will we be able to stop thinking of ourselves and start thinking about the rest of society and what would be best for them. 
Because if we fail to forgive, we're just going to exact vengeance after vengeance after vengeance, and no peace will ever be had. Only with forgiveness can our eyes be cleared of the rage that ensues and fills our hearts so that we can pursue true justice and attain true peace, even in a country filled with the contagion of racism. But more importantly and finally, Catholic Church offers something, I think, that goes deeper than either of these two things. And it's something that it gives to every single one of its members. And that's purpose. My dear friends, we are not here as Catholics to simply stay in our jacuzzi, in our nice warm baths of belonging and forgiveness, and just say, stay toasty, warm, and comfortable. That is not the Catholic faith. We have a purpose. We have a duty. And that duty was articulated by our leader last Sunday whenever he said, Go forth and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In other words, go forth and let everyone know that you have belonging and you have forgiveness. Now, the notion of racism is a lie. Now, the notion that just because you might look different, just because you might act different, does not mean that you are lesser of a human being because your dignity does not come from the state. Your dignity does not simply come from your family. Your dignity comes from the way God sees you. And the way God sees you, being a baptized person, is his son or daughter. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's our purpose. To diffuse racism, to fight evil, to fight abortion, to fight all the injustices that face us as human beings that threaten our very society with that simple message that you are loved right here and right now by the Lord our God no matter what you've done. Simply repent and be baptized. So my dear friends, allow me to remind you as I need to remind myself, we have a purpose. We have a duty We have a job to go out and to evangelize the world, letting them know that they have belonging and forgiveness. That is how Catholicism diffuses racism.